Welcome back, rugby pick'em fans. Let's start by saying we couldn't be more bummed about the canceled 2020 season, but it's times like these that put things in perspective. Life and death situations like this global pandemic uh, really force us to cherish the things close to us like family and community. So we were hoping to bring some laughs in a time of uncertainty and no rugby. Uh, but since we recorded this, the situation has worsened. So we hope all the listeners stay safe, stay home, and we'll do our best to keep putting up content as everybody locks down in their version of quarantine. Enjoy and do your best to stop the spread. Know your role. This week, I got none other than our producer, Florida Man. Florida, Florida Man, here. Ooh, he just passes by the chat with flying colors. And Tommy No Social <laughs> Tommy No Picks, aka Tommy One Percenter. I guess your One Percent Super Brew I guess will this, live in infamy. Does this mean I win the. Oh, you, you won the league, you won everything. There's a rapid change of luck. Tommy, Devin. Thank you for coming on, and I figured we'd just kick it off straight into a segment we did our first year, which is the first team all hair in the MLR. That's right, we're breaking it down, 1 through 15, who's got the best do's on the field? Tommy, our first prop is actually a guy who got hurt, but even on the sideline, Devin, if you have a full-blown mullet, you make the first hair team. Congratulations to Blake Rogers. Yep. For the Colorado Raptors. Yep. Personal vote of mine definitely carries the mullet very well. He's actually got like the straight mullet, so it's really not all that out of control, but you whip that head around, you start to see that centripetal force pull the hair away from the head. Yeah, I mean, you said it in the word whip. Whip, whip, whip. Um, (laughs) Our hooker on the first team, all hair, he's actually on for a whole other reason other than his hair. Um, Congrats to Mike Sosene Fegai. From Old Glory, D.C. Um, Tommy, he had Rex Specs on in our last game well, you against know, ATL, and it was glorious. <laughs> the first team all hair, I mean, it's more about first, first team, team all, all style. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff we all get, Rex Specs, I mean, he's on. He's, he's in there. He's not going to let poor I mean, vision hold him up. Back. I mean, it puts him in the ranks of guys like Horace Grant, you know, um, guys like... Uh, Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Did Will Chamberlain have Rex Specs? Oh, yeah. Big Rex Specs guy. I thought that was Bill Russell. They're both seven-footers, but we'll have to dive into their eyewear. All we know is uh, Mike Sosenify Guy for Old Glory DC. Keep wearing your Rex Specs. You look good. (laughs) At our other proposition, we have Cam Falcon. Um, That's right. Uh, for Nola Gold, and Cam's on here for the simple reason that he rocks frosted tips. Um, you frosted know, tips, they're coming back. Once the roots are visible enough, you might have to go back and get them refrosted. Uh, but, Tommy, that brings us to our locking pair. And quite frankly, um, they were for strange reasons, <laughs> but these two made our first team all hair. Ben Mitchell, uh, who played his first two years with the Austin Elite, now with the San Diego Legion. He's on there because he's ginger and he's still good. And any good ginger uh, will make this team first team all hair. When you can power through 
uh, having red hair and still be a phenomenal rugby player. You make our first team all hair. The second one is none other than captain of our Colorado Raptors, Luke White. Luke White. Who wow. just goes straight Bic I mean, Razor. Yeah, the absence of hair. Is hair. Probably the most aerodynamic player on this list. There you go. Luke White, welcome <laughs> to the first team all hair. Blindside flanker, we had another Colorado Raptor. Um, who would that be, Devin? Connor Cook. Connor Cook coming in with the uh, the white boy dreads. And, yeah, we're hoping Connor a speedy recovery. He made a break in the game against the Arrows and unfortunately suffered a rib cartilage injury. But I'm sure he's got plenty of time to rest up right now with the lull in play. Um, Tommy, white man dreads, what do you think about that? Worth the upkeep? I think it uh... – I don't know. I have no idea what goes into the upkeep. Or what doesn't. Or what doesn't. I don't think much goes into the upkeep of of the dreads. So, yeah, then well worth it to make. I mean, he made the team. And at open side, we have the year one championship MVP, Vili Tolutau from Seattle. He's working that big afro. It just makes him look bigger. Bringing us to the backs, we got Danny Tusitala for Old Glory DC. Uh, he's also got the frosted tips. I'm telling you, they're coming back. I think I had a tweet. Is this like an insane kind of resurgence? Frosted tips? I don't think it's that insane at all. If you have dark hair and you want to go light. Oh, insane. insane. Yeah, yeah. You see the... That's the era <laughs> we're talking here. It's, yeah. I mean, the 90s... Trends, trends recycle. There you go. And... He's also got like a jerry curl going with the frosted tip, which really works for him as well. Devin, Devin, who is the fly half who gets our honors of first team all hair? <laughs> Number 10, first team all hair, Kurt Coleman. Congra- or rugby ATL, rocking those top nod trades. Oh, yeah. He's got the not only the edge up on the side. Yeah, somehow, I guess it's not really a top knot. It's just kind of we'll a call top. it like a flat top with dreads on top. But it's not flat. It's not. It wants yeah, to be. Know, man. Hey, Kurt Coleman, whatever you're doing, it's good stuff. What? Tommy, we got another uh, Colorado Raptor alert. Oh, yeah, we got Nick Boyer at uh, at 11. Uh, and if you didn't see him wearing his short rugby shorts, you'd think he was a lax player. He's, he's rocking the flow. He's got beautiful golden flow. Um, it really works out well on the wing there. When he makes his cuts, it just bounces all around in the air. First team, all hair. In the centers, we have the two all-black centers that we have been frothing to see go head-to-head. But we're going to go with Ma Nanu because he's got that one multicolored dread, which I yeah. love so much. I'd like to see him come in Nick maybe miss. with like a throwback eyeliner. You know, I mean, he, I think when he made his, like, international appearance, he was rocking some, like, real dark eyeliner. Really? style. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Check Interesting. Well, I'll have that. to check that source. Check but, that. yeah. Quick Google. Um, and at the outside center, we got to go with Rene Ranger. Um, he just had a lot of volume. I was seeing a lot of volume there between the beard and the hair. Um, whatever products he's using, he's got to stay on that, Rene. On your uh, notes, I see it says bush. Yeah, and I mean, he's just uh, had a bush on his head. Okay. On his on head. On his head. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Tommy. Um, at our other winger, we had an absolute beauty. This guy played so well in Old Glory's win at home against Atlanta. Declan O'Donnell. And Devin, not only is he a ginger, but he has a mullet. 
and he's a hard runner. So Declan O'Donnell, congrats. First team all hair. Uh, Ginger Mullet, keep running like you are out on the wing. Lastly, but not leastly, fullback. We got to give it to Ben Foden. Whether you like his play or not, that flow just... LFG. Yeah, LFG, man. <laughs> and that rounds out Rugby Pickham's first team all hair. <laughs> Let's get to some voice We'll try to keep it creative in the lull of rugby. I got a question. This is uh, Connor calling in. Just came from the uh, Old Glory DC victory over Rugby ATL. Uh, my question was, where's Harpo? Because... Uh, Tried emailing him, and I couldn't find him at the game for the life of me. Um, big victory for OG. Good setup, great field. Anything else, Goggles? A lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. O'Glory truly is the team of DC. There you go. You heard it from <laughs> Connor and Goggles. Uh, they went to that Old Glory game. Old Glory has all that momentum uh, cut short with this season, but... Harpo, log into your email for crying out loud. That's what we really want to know is where the hell is Harpo? It was confirmed <laughs> that he was at the game, but, you know, you got to refresh your email, Harpo. If you're not going to answer calls, people are looking for you. Good gracious. Next caller. Afternoon, lads. My name's Liam McDougall. I'm just calling in response to something I heard on the program last week from this fellow McClanahanahan advocating for violence in the stands amongst the fans. I think it's a disgusting thing to say... I was at a match last week, and there's, there's woman folk, babies in the stands, and calling for violence amongst them is reprehensible, in my opinion. I'd, I'd ask for a full-throated condemnation of this, what, what McClanahanahan said, and uh-huh. I'd ask McClanahanahan himself to call in and apologize if you're mad enough, you coward. Oof. Well, <laughs> Liam McDougall. Tensions Bill. Thank you for calling. He was very upset with uh, what Roy McClanahanahan had to say last weekend about the rivalries uh, and fans throwing fists in the stands. I mean, we certainly don't encourage it, Liam. Sounds so, like they're about to throw fists, and that's what Liam's yeah, trying to I mean, avoid. I'm just seeing a rivalry right now between uh, this Liam McDougal, who sounds like an Irish fella, and uh, Roy McClanahanahan, who's an Australian, who called last week. Uh, lads, we can all get along. Matter of fact, we all have to get along to get through this lull in rugby. Oof. Next caller. What's up, Pickham guys? This is Ben from New York. Um, obviously, as the coronavirus situation develops, all the, uh, some of the teams might be in difficult financial straits. So what I wanted to ask you guys is, do you think this is a good buy-low opportunity to get into the ownership game? Thanks a lot. Bye. Ben, appreciate the call. Devin, uh, what do you think? Is now a good time to potentially buy into ownership, or is the sky truly falling? You know, you don't know. You don't know. A lot of this money funding these teams is coming from private investment, and, uh, you know, you see what the stock market's doing right now. And, you know, depending on the longevity of that and how long that shakes out and the real long-term effects of this coronavirus thing, um, you know, you hate to think of it, but it could the whole thing could be up in the air, right? Yeah, it's um, definitely concerning. So, you know, it could go one of infinite ways, but hopefully that's not it. We we even saw in year three there was some turnover within ownership. Um, I certainly know that back when Super League in the U.S. was big in the mid-2000s, 
what started its collapse was the economic crash because the people writing the sure. checks just yeah, it's stopped. Ex- it's expendable income that's no longer there for you know yeah. people. That, so. We're not hoping for a worst case environment, but uh, Ben, don't be like the uh, Purell hoarders. All right. Uh, Did you see that guy? <laughs> like I got about seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer. With the hopes to sell it on Amazon and Amazon shut them down for yeah. price gouging. <laughs> we don't do that as a rugby community. We don't price gouge. Uh, we only eye gouge. So he's stuck with like. Well, I think he ended up. Yeah, I think he ended up donating it because of the circumstances of uh, you know why he ended up with it. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Next caller, and it is our favorite caller, and I can just tell it's going to be a long one. Buckle in, folks. Guru. Hey, Guru calling back in. A little slight delayed call here. Uh, just a quick comment. You may not consider it quick, but uh, it's about differentiation with our Major League Rugby. Uh, really think that uh, uh, rugby has to do something totally different with the whole concept of the sport. Remember, a lot of people remember... Uh, Rugby in the Lord of the Flies days, way before your time, young whippersnappers. Uh, people were around rugby players eat their dead. It was the Lord of the Flies. Every mongoloid that was around got involved with rugby and did stupid stuff. So a lot of people still think rugby and stupid. Now, I know this kid by the name of Scarlowe Trains. He played for ECU Rugby. I believe he's out in, uh, in Denver now playing for the Barbos. But what he used to do is get this song and dance routine going. He'd do James Brown, he'd do Tony Bennett, and he'd have the crowds just going nuts. They think we got to do that in the stands in the Major League Rugby games. Song and dance, everybody happy, like the Italians with the coronavirus. Got to totally change the concept, the, the flair. There you go. Ooh, guru. Whoa. Wow. Lot to wow. unpack there. A couple hot takes there. I think. I don't, I don't well, know what was going on with. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, we, we, we following that. I, I think he compared rugby to Lord of the Flies, where every mongoloid is, is playing the game. <laughs> mongoloid. You can't um, say that. Get the game boards. Guru, I don't know what you're going with here. Uh, does the game need to fundamentally change? I don't think so. Uh, but the minute you tar- started talking about a Scarlowe Johnson, I mean, from ECU. Scarlowe Trains. Scarlowe Trains. Whoa. Well, uh, apparently Scarlett trains. He can do all the James Brown dancing he wants in the stands, but he'll be sitting at home uh, on his couch for the next few weeks. Oof. Rough. Rough Rough stuff. for Scarlett, you know. Thanks, uh, Guru, for calling in and doing whatever it is that you do. Last caller. Oh, looks like we got Ben again. Hey, what's up, Pickham Boys? This is Ben calling from quarantine. Um, given that all the rugby leagues have basically canceled their games, uh, their matches for the rest of the season, I was wondering if there are any good rugby movies out there that we should be watching. I mean, we've all seen Invictus with Matt Damon and uh, everyone else. But um, what's uh, what are some other good movies that are out there? Probably leave this message again. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> one quite quite happy with that yeah. first take. Well, you know oh, what? We'll, we'll, we'll go with it because you did ask a great question. What do we do in quarantine? What are the movies that we should be watching? Well, guess what, Ben? We just spent the last 20 minutes on IMDb searching rugby, and we have picked out five rugby movies that may be good, maybe terrible, 
but they will certainly entertain. <laughs> Tommy, drum roll. Here we go. In no particular order. Our first movie. Get into your uh, movie trailer mode. All right. And now I'm going to read the, the description of the movie. <clears throat> what if a game could change your life? Three gay men in Sydney find a place to belong as they vie for the Gay Rugby World Cup, a film awashed in sweat, flesh, and testosterone. Scrum show what it means. Scrum shows what it means for the the <laughs> to be accepted for who they really these, these tough men to be accepted for who they really are. Ladies and gentlemen. Scrum, Forever Strong, 2008. Sean Penn and Gary Cole team up to produce a movie that has a weird plot line where a son is stuck in jail and forced to play against his mean dad. With the jail team. With the jail team. Um, oh, and it's not Sean Penn. It's Sean Astor. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little teaser. Forever Strong shows what happens when alliances need to be formed on the most common level. Forever Scrum, 2008. <laughs> Forever Strong. <laughs> Forever Strong, 2008. Messonnier, 2016. Featuring Sawani Tokalu. Well, that's actually the character's name, but we know uh, Sawani ourselves. A young man of Wassilian origin in New Caledonia defies his father to go play rugby in France. Living on the other side of the world, he learns there is a price to pay to find success. Messonnier, 2016. Prep school, 2015. This trailer that we watched. Oh my God, chills. Unbelievable stuff. It's kind of like a horror movie, but there was, with young, attractive people. Yep, and then there was a... There was one scrum. There was a few... There, yeah. And there one knock-on. There was a really bad Australian accent. Oh, terrible. From the coach of the rugby. Cracking heads, mate. And they appeared to be tampering. <laughs> that was too good, Devin. That was, yeah, that, <laughs> it was way worse than that. Yeah, the accent's way worse than Devin's. And <laughs> there was someone tampering with someone's birth control. Yep. So there's that. Um, but yeah, the premise is with the star player of an elite prep school rugby team suffers an emotional collapse, his friends and teammates respond in their own ways, ranging from the heroic to the horrifying. Prep school, 2015. And lastly, our final movie on the list. En el mismo equipo, direct translation, on the same team is about a mixed feelings of a young rugby player who tries to keep in the secret that he's gay due to conformity mostly, but he struggles with it almost every day. He longs to be free. But what exactly is freedom to the young man? He isn't so sure himself. This is a touching story about a person who feels that he is stuck in the life that he has and is thus crying out for freedom. It is quite an emotional ride. Although quite anchored in reality, too. It is sweet, but also a little sad. A moving film. 
And it's 22 minutes long. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> so, folks, there you have it. Thank you, Ben, for the good call. If you're on quarantine and you want to watch rugby movies, to summarize, we had Scrum 2015 about three gay men in Sydney finding a place to belong as they vie for a film awash in sweat, flesh, and testosterone. We had Forever Strong 2008. As far as rugby movies go, this is like centuries ago. They were the first on this case. Yeah. That one looks really interesting with the son who's in jail, but then his dad's mad at him. A lot of good stuff there. Then we had uh, Messonnier, where the uh, man defies his father to go play rugby in France. There could be a lot of, you know, father-son ties there. If you have daddy issues, go ahead and watch that one. Uh, then we had prep school, 2015, absolute chills. Might have one rugby scene, and the Probably rest the best horror film of 2015. Yeah, the rest are just like teenagers like plotting how to kill each other. And lastly, El mismo equipo, which is basically a Spanish version of Scrum, right? A gay rugby player trying to find himself. It also says it has a 22 minute runtime. Oh, a 22 minute runtime. We have a short. Oh, wow, we got a short. We get a lot of the short films. Well, guys, I'm not going to say it's over because MLR was only postponed. You know what else you could do in quarantine is listen to some rugby pickup. Or, Tommy, you could could call the number and leave a voicemail. 720-259-TUCK. And just in case people don't know how to read and write, what does tuck stand for? Uh, 88825. So call the number. 720259-TUCK. 88825. But that's... Tuck, yeah, you don't have to do it twice because 8825 is tuck. That would be way too many numbers. That would be 14 numbers. You only need 10. But you're right, Tommy. We got all our old episodes up there in the archive. Just grab a random one and uh, dive back into the last two and a half years of our life over here on May I suggest the San Francisco Chronicles. Probably our best work to date uh, last year when we went over to San Francisco for the sevens. It was just a good time. You just got to listen. So thanks to our listeners. And uh, don't forget to... Wash your hands. Subscribe. We don't we don't grovel, Tommy. <laughs> we let it happen naturally. But most importantly, pick them. Pick them. Pick them. Wash your hands too. Equipo. 2014. Uh, just a quick comment. You may not consider it quick, but uh, is the sky truly falling? Uh, you, know, you don't know. You don't know. <coughs> a lot of this money for Matt Damon and uh, everyone else, but um, 
<laughs> Next. I mean, the 90s. Trends, trends recycle. There you go. Oh, uh, just a quick comment. You may not consider it quick, but. Uh... <laughs> I think when he made his like international appearance, he was rocking some like real dark eyeliner. Really? Style. Okay. Yeah. We gotta find a good picture of this. Oh, uh, just a quick comment. You may not consider it quick, but uh... Uh, Devin, bring us into the backs. Number nine, the halfbacks. Number nine. Uh, really good. Oh, yeah. I'll kick it on another one. Number eight, we got Trevino. <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't think much goes in. Okay. So yeah, then well worth it. To make, I mean, he made the team. Yeah, I mean, you said it in the word whip. Whip, whip, whip. Devin, who is our fly half who made the all hair team? Uh, Kurt Coleman. Kurt Coleman for DC. Not DC. Colorado Raptor. Um, who would that be, Devin? Connor Cook. Connor <laughs> Cook coming in with the uh, the white boy dreads. Oh, just a quick comment. You may not consider it quick, but. Uh... Know your role. 